0: Welcome to the 30 to life podcast where we break stereotypes build legacies and help others along the way it's your boy mookie and your favorite color in the world brown and we're back for another episode of the 30 to life podcast redefining the black experience today we got an amazing episode for you today we're going to be talking about modern dating finding your purpose partner Really building the foundation to marriage and uh, just answering a lot of the frequently asked questions that we have received throughout the history of this podcast uh, as we have a special guest for you. But before I introduce our guest, i got to make sure I check in with your favorite color in the world, Brown. What's going on, Brown? What's up?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So I realized I came to an epiphany that because we were featured on Amazon, I don't want to work anymore. I just want to quit my job. I want to do this full time. Or can you listeners, can you, can you just cause keep supporting us? So Brown and Mookie could quit their full-time jobs and, and do this full time.
0: Wait, hold, so, on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You dropped the gun here. We didn't even. I'm announce. sorry. I'm sorry. We, I just got so excited. Okay. My bad, my bad brother. You know, I mean, a, a, you know, achievement in, in every field, that's what we do. But guys, I want to say thank you to all the listeners Uh, We were featured on the front page of Amazon Music under Strong Black Voices. I mean, there's some heavy hitters that, that we are tagged with. I mean, places from NPR... Um, and all these major studios that put together uh, podcasts, podcast and we're right there with them. We're independent. You know, we just launched this uh, less than 10 months ago. So really appreciate you just coming along the experience, you know, uh, breaking these stereotypes, redefining the black experience and making sure we help one another and lift as we climb. So carry a Pope. Uh, He is a pastor of the Abundant Life Ministry, over 35 years of ministry experience. He is someone who is changing lives through uh, marriage ministry, through counseling, marriage counseling, through uh, really helping people find their abundant life and uh, navigate through modern dating. There's a lot of things that as well, life uh, classes, support groups, meditation, community outreach, uh, and just leadership training, which is very important nowadays in this environment that we're in. It's important that we take control of our destiny and just own our tomorrow. So uh, with that, thank you for coming on, Kerry.
2: Hey, it's indeed an honor, Luke and Brown. Thank you for having me, guys. And uh, hey, I'm looking forward to tonight's dialogue. It's gonna be really
0: good. I'm excited for it as well. Because me and Brown, every time, you know, we we give all this dating advice. We want someone who's like in the weeds uh, and really understands, you know, um, in terms of helping people, in terms of dating and, and marriage, and right. just navigating through everything. So we definitely want to get your expert opinion. And we're so happy that you're on on board. So we'll get right into it. Uh, All right. yeah. One, I mean, introduce the people, let them know a little bit about yourself um, and everything about uh, Carrie A. Pope. Hey, listen,
2: 36 years going on now, 37 years of ministry, um, partnering with my lovely wife, Rebecca Lynn Pope, who is a diva when it comes to matchmaking in the day and now life coaching. We're both co-founders of the Abundant Life Path Coaches Certification University. We have our own university where we raise life coaches. We believe that we believe that life coaches guys are the new ministers today and a lot of times people have broken away from traditional church but we've offered life coaching where you can touch people's lives from a spiritual base so we do that and that it's really awesome uh pastoring abundant life ministries here in atlanta and just love what we do love marriage love helping those who are looking for love to find it not just find it but to keep it and to work through tough times this pandemic has really exposed uh, Holes in a lot of relationships that were patched through diamond rings and through Gucci watches and and purses and all these things, and so this pandemic has really revealed that when you had to quarantine with that guy and that girl and you couldn't go no longer to uh, the mall or get the things that you used to buy, you really didn't like them as much as you thought you did. So we're starting to really have a lot of counseling in those areas of people that's trying to find a way out. We're trying to keep you staying in.
0: Let's start it. Right. You mentioned you mentioned COVID. Everything has changed, uh, including dating. So how can women and men navigate through modern dating today? Well,
2: right now, there's not much you can do to navigate due to the pandemic, due to having the social distance. Uh, You have you have Zoom, you have FaceTime, you have uh, technology that you can use to coincide with each other. Uh, But as far as in-person dating. That's kind of put on the back burner right now. It's more left to just online dating, getting to know each other from just Zooming. And then if you do feel safe enough to go out, then you'll meet in a a place, probably both bring your COVID-19 test to show that you are both um, free of COVID and maybe sit down over some coffee or tea or something. But that's after some conversating through Zoom. So it's not like it used to be where you can just meet up and just go out. Times have changed. And even today, we teach and and want people to understand that when you date, date with a purpose. Don't just date because you don't have anything else to do. I have a saying I use for years uh, zero to 20, you're growing up. From Mm -hmm. 20 to 30, you're messing up. Mm -hmm. From 30 to 40, you're cleaning up. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people in your 20s are messing up. Why? Because they're out here doing everything they can to date, but they're not dating with purpose. They're dating for fun, Mm -hmm. they're dating for a trophy. They're dating to say that, you know, I met this young lady and she's hot. So I got her before any other guy, but then she's dating with purpose. And then you've messed her life up. Now she's saying there's no good men out here because you both were dating on two different frequencies. It's very important when you meet someone, even in your twenties to say, Hey, I'm not looking for a serious relationship. Be honest upfront what you're looking for. And then if they choose to date you. They already know what's coming to the table. A lot of times we don't tell people what we're looking for up front. We just go out dating and say, hey, you know, you look good. I look good. Let's date. Let's have fun. But she may catch feelings because most times the female catches feelings for the guy. You got to date with a purpose if you're really serious. If you're not serious, you're just dating for fun. So it's either dating for fun or dating with purpose.
1: So so the I guess the, the error is when you have one person that's dating for fun and one person that's dating for purpose. And then you yes. have basically the unequally yoked thing. And that's there. exactly it. Yeah,
3: yeah
2: gotcha. that, that's exactly what it is, because one person signed up for one thing and they're getting something else. It's like going to a restaurant and order a steak, and somebody bring you a spaghetti. You're upset because you had your mind and mouth set on what you wanted. A lot of a lot of a lot of young ladies are going out dating today, wanting a man. I want that old-fashioned man, meaning the guy that was gonna, you know, whine and dine and treat him like a queen, and love him. But most of young men today are not like that. They're like, no, you're not my woman. I'm just dating you. We just went out, so you get your own car door. You pull out your own. Car, you pull out your own seat when we go out to dinner. How about this one? You pick up the tab. See, you'd be surprised how many women see men asking them to pick up the tab. I'm old school. If you go out with me, you're not picking up anything. You're not opening any doors. But most of the generation today has lost that zeal when it comes to dating.
1: You think that that's important, though? Like, has that age of chivalry
2: died? It is dead. It is Mm. dead and gone. And let me tell you why it's dead and gone. Because and this is something a lot of people don't think about. There's a saying that good guys finish last. And that saying... Is the guys that open the doors. That saying applies to the guys who pull back the chairs and set her down, hold her by the arm when she's walking her, have her to the inside of the curb while he walks on the outside of the curb. You know, the little things that a gentleman does.
3: Right, right.
2: They've lost that because of the fact that society, if I can be honest with you, who's setting the example? Mm. Who's showing these young men how to be a gentleman? You'd be surprised how many times I have been called, and this is hilarious, I'm 52 years old, I'm, 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 I'm old school, but they said he's a simp. The young guys call me a simp because I'm loving my wife and treating her like a queen, but they said, I'm not, you're too soft. But yet, if I'm beating her upside the head, I'm too hard. So yeah. you can see the disconnect when it comes to how to treat your woman, because that's what I tell people. If you don't treat her right, there is somebody out there that will. You can best believe that, and so I try to teach the young, young, the young men today how to bring back that respect level to the young ladies. Now, if I can be real, a lot of their arguments are that the women don't deserve it; that they're just as trifling, mm-hmm. just as nasty and mean. When the reality is, you just picked the wrong one. Just like every man is not a dog, every woman is not a you know is not trifling. You just got to ask the question: Did I hook up with the wrong one? And then you have to own what you chose. Ooh, yeah, that's a deep one. A lot of people want to own what they chose.
0: For for women, um, something that's really important is to have discernment. You know, when uh, selecting the many uh, men that that chase after them. But you know, how do how does how do women navigate through selecting the right man? Because. One, you know, it's gamified uh, mm-hmm. you know, dating uh, in general, and, and and guys can and will say, you know, whatever is necessary in terms of to to date certain certain women that they want. So, how yeah. can a woman best prepare herself for finding the right man?
2: That's a great question, Luke. Um, you know, back in the day, when before women received their rights and all that has going on, they were stay-at-home moms, so they were looking for a provider, a protector they looked for someone who would, you know, care and, and help them have children. Fast forward to 2021, where the woman is now making 100000 200000 She's a CEO. So she doesn't need that, quote unquote, money anymore. A lot of them don't even need a man. If you ask the right one, I don't need a man. But here's the thing. The art of dating has left. The art of what's needed has left. So if you find a woman who is a CEO making, you know, six figures or greater, what does she need in a man? She still needs to provide her, even though she can provide for herself. But what does he provide? He provides protection. He provides assurance. He provides hope. He provides all these things to make her feel like a woman so that she can leave her CEO hat at the office and come home and be a wife. That's what's missing. But there's a lot of men that are intimidated because she makes more money. See, one thing I have learned with this generation today is We've lost the art of what's important because a lot of times men live with their money. Well, a woman, a woman has money today, so you can't leave with that. But can you leave with your heart? One thing I love about my wife, my wife is a very strong woman. She's a go-getter. Did, did she need me? No. But did I add to her life that we together grew and made up, have produced an empire? Oh yes. So what, what a woman should look for is a purpose partner. When she's looking for someone to date, she should find someone that can that, that can line up with her purpose and that partner together. They can, together as one can grow an empire. That's what you look for. Don't look for someone who can just, you know, dropping it like it's hot in the bed or make your toes curl. That, that's going to get old. I want some dollar bills in the bank so that when we sitting on the bank somewhere sipping on some, so Don, you know, some, 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 some sipping on some scissors. They like to say yeah. we can have we can have empires that makes money while we're asleep. So a woman should look for someone who's a purpose partner. Someone who's going to help her become what it is that she was born to be as she helped him become what they're born to be. They're, they're coming together two separate people to be one. That's not just one in in flesh, but that's one in mind, spirit and body. So I have to ask, how do you feel about women approaching
1: men? Because I'm listening to you, and women are women are going to say, "Where are the good guys, you know where are they that that's that's the number one thing I feel like they're going to argue back at us, so
2: yeah the ones okay let, let 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 me say this because I'm different, and when I say mm-hmm. I'm different, I'm old school, but I'm also thought provoking meaning mm-hmm. you 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 have to look at where we are today in time, okay. There's a saying I remember years ago that says a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Okay? My if saying. a woman sees a man, she needs to shoot her shot. Kobe. Because if she's going to sit back and wait on him to come after her, he may be intimidated by her. Because again, she may be that executive. He may feel he doesn't have what she... Listen, I would rather take the chance and say, hey, how are you? And talk to him and just have a conversation. I don't have to go and say, I want you. But nothing wrong with a woman approaching a man to have a conversation because that's how everything starts with a conversation
1: i will say women we do like that like men love yes. to be approached by a woman it's just like yes. it, it it adds to our already inflated egos So oh, yeah
0: you'd be like <laughs> you'd be like you know i was i was in a grocery store and a woman just asked me how was i doing like you know you yeah. just feel it's flattering it's, it's flattering, flattering.
2: and know. it really is because it, it means that of all the people in this world you saw me. You chose me.
1: That's important. Right after I got got out of the barbershop. I had my hair cut. You how like it's 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 a beautiful thing, lady. So shoot them shots. Don't be scared. Yeah.
0: Don't but, be scared. But, yeah well, let me follow up because you know there are a lot of you know Christian women who are very specific in terms of the scriptures and they follow it to a t so uh, they say in in the scripture where it says uh, if a man findeth a woman he finds a good thing
2: see see I'm glad you went there Muki, yes. because they do say he that findeth a woman, but that's not what the word of God says it says he that findeth a wife Every woman is not a wife,
3: <laughs> uh,
2: so I say that for a reason because there's a lot of Christian women that use that. He that findeth the wife findeth the good thing and, and obtaineth favor. Yep. But the favor comes finding you doesn't ever say to me he has to ask for your phone number. Finding you could be we both met in the grocery store and we found each other on our 10.
0: Mm, found that's a key word. Found
2: is the key word. Yes. And uh, they say what he that findeth a wife now now we go to different things. Now that I found you. Are you wife material because once you become wife material favor comes with the wife material but a lot of people are not wife material because they're not wife mentally they want they, they don't have the mindset so i went there for that reason because i get that a lot with a lot of christian women say i waiting for him to approach me because the word of god says you know he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing i said yes it does say that but it doesn't mean he has to want to come to you and say hey will you marry me he just got to know you. So just, if you see someone again in the grocery store, just simply have a, a conversation. This is the problem, Mookie. There's a lot of people that'll say, let's use brown instance, And I know he's married, but let's just say he's single right now. He's at the barbershop, just got his hair cut. He comes out, he's fly, And five women walk up to him and say, the Lord said, you're my husband. So
1: you lied. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. <laughs> because how can God speak to five different women? and say the same thing but here's the key what if all five just had a conversation and out of that then they together mutually form a relationship that turns into a marriage now the favor of god comes upon her and upon him because now he that findeth a wife you get it so that's why I interrupted you on that part because a lot of people love to use that scripture, but they're not a wife yet. They just still are looking for, a are looking for, a, they not, they ain't even looking for a husband, They are just looking for somebody just sometimes to scratch an itch. Oop, did I say that? I'm sorry.
1: Pay a bill, pay a bill,
2: pay a bill, scratch
1: an itch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no,
2: no, pay for a meal. <laughs> <Right. laughs> true, true. So like, I mean, so that's real talk, and I know everybody's not not that way, but, but there's nothing wrong with a woman, especially Christian women, understanding that you know. What happened in the 60s is not happening in 2021. Times have changed. Dispositions of time have changed. And you have to open your mouth if you want something and speak. My wife, Rebecca Lynn Pope, when we met, I remember we met and for the very first date, she kissed me. And I'm like, whoa, who kisses? Because, you know, we like to do that as men, but we know you don't kiss a woman on the first date. You wait till the second date. But when she kissed me, it let me understand, wait a minute, the game has changed Mm -hmm. because she claimed what she wanted. You see what I'm saying? And why sit back and try to wait on someone else to come approach you? If you see something you want and you know there's an interest there, you better stake your claim or you may not be able to find it and lost or found
0: when it's gone. Mm. Be right, proactive, so, ladies. Be proactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I can hear all the Christian women now. He's not a man of God. That ain't what the
3: Bible said.
1: Well, well, well since, since you brought it up, I have an even more interesting question now. Uh-oh. Okay, so... <laughs> so, so the woman, the woman, the, she done, she done, shot her shot, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, now they exchange numbers, had a had a nice first date, had a couple dates, brought them to church. Now he in church. Uh huh. Now the man wants to have sex. Oh. Can like what's what's going on? Like like Christian women, I mean, they want to know. They want to know what's up. Like, can can you have sex now? Is that? Oh, you want to get the preacher in
2: trouble? That's what. y'all oh, you
3: want? Oh, yeah, I just want to ask the right just oh, ask... for the ladies. Okay, so, so,
2: okay. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna we're gonna answer it this way because I, I actually got in trouble with this answer, but I'm just transparent. Okay. According to Scripture, we are to maintain um our bodies until marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's not because of the fact of it being wrong. It's the fact of giving yourself to someone who's not your husband or your wife. So a lot of times people will lay down with someone who they think is going to wife them or husband them. And then by the time they give up the goods, they get gone because it's not what they thought. So they're going to sign up for bad sex.
1: We call that on the 30th Life podcast, the moment of divine clarity.
2: Oh, the moment of dying distinct. Because after a
1: man finishes, we get clear,
0: and we yeah, got we, clear, can, right. we can think better. <laughs> and it's it's the moment of distinct. Oh, oh yeah, man. sorry, sorry.
2: Thank you, my good brother. That's why we're close. <laughs> see, see, see. Now, that, that's, that, bad, that's the me? host speaking. that the man of God is still saying, but uh, <laughs> but seriously, you know, let's just be real. We're all, we're all grown, okay. We're grown adults, even though you're dating. It's everyone's desire to do the right thing. And I encourage doing the right thing. Okay, let's just put that on record. But there are some people who fall to temptation. And if you do fall to temptation, hell is not going to enlarge itself and you get sucked in. (laughs) What's going to happen is you're going to have sex. And after that, there's going to be a decision to make. Do I do this again? or Do I get myself right? And I say that for a reason because a lot of times people feel like they're cursed because they did something before they got married. No, you just had sex. That's all you did. And so the best thing to do is to wait because you want to make sure that you, this person that you're going to marry is truly invested in you, not just invested in the sex or invested in the waiting game, waiting you out until you give it up. Now you gave it up and they're going, as you said, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? You have this clear divan- invention, you know, what, what you guys
0: call it? <laughs> <laughs> the theory of distinct clarity. <laughs>
2: there you, go. There you go. so i will say to all my women you know don't and, you, and can i be honest with you there's a lot of women guys that want sex worse than men oh yes, and they love the lord oh yes i know so, <laughs> so it goes both ways yes. it's not just a man i've seen a lot of women will get it from the guy and leave them saying no it's not what i needed i want it boy i can't marry that it's too it's too this it's too bad and i'm looking at it like wow so it's a two-way street it's not just men it's women that's doing this as well don't get it twisted now That's a lot of women out here dropping it big time. And then Tim, I love the Lord. They do love the Lord. They love Peter, Paul, and Joe, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all are uh, are, uh, slaves to the flesh. We all. But we are. We are. And that's just real talk. Yeah. um, But I I, I do appreciate you have an transparent viewpoint on like the reality of where we are today in a dating standpoint and also just, you know, uh, being spiritual. So one thing you said is, is becoming a wife or being a wife. Just thinking on the listener, it's like, how does a woman get herself in that mindset of I am a wife currently? Like, what are the steps that's necessary to get to that point? And what can they do today if they haven't done it?
2: Well, you know, that, that's a great question. When I think about a wife, okay, a lot of times we think about someone who's a homekeeper who raises the children, keeps the home clean, you know, cooks, has sex, all that. But that's not what a wife is. A wife is a woman who sees the value in her husband, and she builds him up as he builds her up. When he's down, she knows how to she knows how to make him feel like the king that he is. This is a wife now. The wife knows how to uh, maneuver herself in a way and, and, and take care of our home to where when the husband comes home, she can make a meal out of nothing. I remember my old grandmother. My, my grandmother, in days of old, could take nothing and they just have a full spread. But a wife is really a mindset. It, it, it's, it's mine. It's all about because let me tell you why I say that. Today, it's not like it was again with my grandmother or my mother. Roles have changed. There's a lot of stay at home fathers now. And the wife is at work. So the gender roles have changed. Okay. Whereas he may be home doing the cleaning and doing the cooking, and she may be doing the up the CEO work while he's doing the night, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter what the roles are, it's what you both agree to be that makes the husband and the wife together. So to be a for so a woman needs to, first of all, what do I want my husband to be? What do I want him to be like? If I'm a if I'm an executive or a CEO office or whatever, when I come home, do I want to come home and now do all the dishes and do the all the chores and put the children to bed and wash the clothes and do the homework? No. So there has to be shared roles. So the woman has to ask the question: what do I need in a man? Some women don't even like sex. So do I marry a man that likes sex and I don't like sex? So there's different questions that the woman has to ask herself before she decides to get with a man. When I do coach, when um, I do a counseling for premarital counseling, I go through three three important things. I go through sex, money, communication. Those are the three aspects of marriage that will break down. You don't have good communication. If you don't have good sex, and if the money's jacked up, we're gonna have problems. And you'd be surprised how many women have come into a relationship thinking that he's gonna be the breadwinner like they were in the sixties, and she just stay home and live in a suburban town, town Atlanta, in a in a million dollar uh, mansion, and he's got to work five jobs if he loves me. The devil is a lie. You're going to find yourself on the curve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just keeping it real. And you'd be surprised how many people have this mindset of watching too much Dynasty or Knox Landing or whatever these shows are on TV and Housewives of Atlanta or whatever it may be. That's reality TV. You live in, your reality is I barely got enough money to pay my bills. So I'm looking for the sugar dad. But you get—you can, can't have somebody who comes in and, and, and wife you, takes care of you, and then you just sit at home and do nothing. So mentally, the question comes, does she know what she needs in a man? And be upfront. And then when you do say, I do, fulfill the role that you agreed upon before you said, I do.
1: I think it's important to highlight, you said that, she has to know him she Mm -hmm. has to know what makes him feel like a king yes sir that was extremely powerful um because we said on the show a lot of times that we should be extremely comfortable with our wives we should be able to say do anything like and not feel less than or Mm -hmm. because of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and I don't know if every woman has that ability, you know, because I, <laughs> I mean, I've I only met it. one person that had that ability and I married her. I was just like, wow. Like, I don't, I don't care if I'm crying hysterically. On, I don't yeah. care if, yeah. if I just wanna just lay on her stomach just cause it reminds me of when I laid on my mom's stomach. Like, yeah, I yeah. could be a little boy around my wife, but
2: still be the man of the house.
0: That's like, another theory, uh, the little boy theory.
2: <laughs> but but, but, you, but you know what, Brad, you, you you hit something key, and um, I I have a saying, uh, I don't know, if, you know, and again, it'll come from the Bible when when Delilah tricked Samson. Uh-huh. The reason why Samson felt comfortable enough to lay his head in the lap of a of a viper is because she made him feel like a man. <laughs> Somebody got to hear that. She, even when she lied to him. Yeah. And said, show me where your strength lies. And he jumped up and he knew she was lying, mm-hmm. but she could soothe him in such a way that she could lay her head in his lap. A man is looking for a woman that he can lay his head in her lap and tell mm-hmm. his darkest secrets, yep. his weaknesses. Can I say something to you guys? And this is what I tell my clients in counseling: I say, every man has to tell a woman who he really is. The question is, will he tell his wife or will he tell the mistress? Mm. And somebody said, what you mean? I said, because when he tried to tell his wife who he really is and how he really feels, and she begins to get real feisty with him and say, oh, how dare you? Oh, I can't believe that. He shuts down. Mm -hmm. But then he goes to work and gets around to someone else who just allows him to just speak what he has to get out. And she listens. All a man wants is for a woman to listen that Lila was good at listening, although she was a viper now. And we don't take that from her. So you said something key. You said, when I met her, I married her. Rebecca, what I love about her so much is, I remember one day I was struggling emotionally because I felt I wasn't good enough. I felt like I wasn't. And we as men go through that. We, no matter mm-hmm. what you can accomplish, we go through that you don't feel that like you're good enough. Mm-hmm. And instead of her looking at the opportunity, guys, to take advantage of me, got to hear it. I love this. She said to me, baby, Listen to me very carefully. You're more than enough. Mm. Stop fighting like you don't think you're enough. You're, you're, the, you're the greatest man I've ever met in my whole life outside my father. That's why I married you. And when she said that, gentlemen, something over me just came to say, I'll turn the world upside down. I'll go to hell and beat the devil up if I have to put his fire out for this woman. Yeah, because yeah. she touched a part of my soul mm. to make me feel like a man. And that's by the women. If you want your man to turn the world over for you, make him feel like a Mm kid
0: yeah i i I so um wholeheartedly agree with that you know that that was one of the main reasons i I married my wife is that you know i could be completely transparent with her from the beginning and you know that's important for any relationship right to have that that communication that open uh open just line between each other where you're like one and um you know, it's it's a beautiful thing once you get there, and and, and it's so yeah. important as men is you know once we do find that woman, you know you should marry her, you should marry her, mm-hmm. um and, and and really be the man that that you know you are, because uh, a lot of times we get stuck in this in this place where we want to you know give in to society standards of being the man and and, and being an alpha and, and, and so on and so <laughs> forth. So can you touch a little bit on like being an alpha man, being a beta oh, man, man. I and, would love to. you know, navigating through that nowadays?
2: You know, it's funny. Um, that's been thrown around today. I'm an alpha man. I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha. You're a beta. And if you really look up the word alpha, alpha is a leader, leader of the pack. You look at a pack of wolves and you look at the alpha, you look at the pack of dogs and you look at the alpha. He is the main one that everyone answers to. Well, because we live in a society where you have one wife, one husband, you can't really be an alpha. But what you can be is a leader and a blend of alpha and beta. Watch this here. On the football team, the quarterback is the alpha. But there's five guys called the linemen and a tight end that blocks for him and gives him five seconds to make a pass down the field. Tom Brady would not be Tom Brady without the betas. I say that to say this. There's nothing wrong, man, if you're a beta in certain areas and your wife is the alpha. And it's nothing wrong if in certain areas you're alpha. And I I say this for a reason. If you're going to be a partnership, there's some things you're good at that your wife isn't. And there's some things that your wife is good at that you're not. And when you understand how to be the alpha, but sometimes back up and be the beta, but together you're a team, that's vital and so a lot of men feel bad because they they're not um and i, I correct the laugh because you know if you really look up uh, i think it's sigma then it's alphas then it's beta the sigma are your jason Bournes and your uh, uh your double sevens well we don't have those running around here you know then you come to the alphas that's a leader now i'm a leader i'm an alpha i am i'm a, I'm a pastor i'm a leader of my home i'm a leader of my community i do things but I'm also a beta. There's some things I pull back on, and I let others take the lead, and I follow. And it's a perfect blend. So you have to know what you're good at and what you're not good at, and not be afraid to pull back and let someone lead where you're not.
0: Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is really understanding your strengths, your weaknesses, and and really being yes. self-aware. Um, you know, having emotional the intelligence, uh, yes. and especially if you're married and and having that open dialogue and communication mm-hmm. with your wife to know her strengths, her weaknesses, and, yeah. and, and and working on improving it together.
2: Yeah, because, listen, one of the main reasons a lot of relationships are in trouble is people are trying to hold on to traditional values in a time where things are contemporary. You, you pick and choose. Like, prime example, you know, in my home, um, there's things that I do, and there's things Rebecca does. And we understand who leads what. Doesn't mean I'm less of a man if she's leading this, or... She's trying to be the, wearing the pants in the house. No, that's what she's good at. She understands that's a strong suit. Because this is what I tell people. When you step out that door. If you come to my house and it says on the front, the Popes. It doesn't say Carrie. It doesn't say Rebecca. It says the Popes. We're a unit. And when you unify together and show strength, nobody knows what you... Here's a good Here's a good thing, Mookie and Brown. Think about this. So both of you guys are you know, Talk about cars. If your battery runs dead on a car, how do you charge it? How do you how do you charge a battery?
1: Got to get got to get the cables. Get another car and do what hook, now? The, hook up the
2: uh, the the red and the black. No, wh-
0: another what's car. The red and
2: the black. What's what's the red and the black?
0: Positive, and negative.
2: Yeah, positive. There negative. you go. The power is generated from positive and negative, mm-hmm. not just positive. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people only want to show the positive side and hide the negative side. But when you generate power and you put the plus and the minus together, things crank up because it's, it's joined together. If you put the battery cables on, on only the positive of the dead car and the positive of the running car, nothing's gonna happen. But When you connect the negatives as well, we, ha- we, we can't be ashamed to show our negatives in relationships. Okay, because when you show the positive positives and the negatives, that generates power. Where I'm weak, Rebecca's strong. Where she's weak, I'm strong because we're unified together as a couple that's important to know
1: guys. Absolutely. Um, I just think that that's most stuff in life. Like most stuff has a negative and a positive attribute. Like we, like we aren't just as one way all the time. We have different frequencies to ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's Carl Jung that says that we all have a, a shadow side. And the more you resist that shadow side, the more that shadow side will, will push back. And you you have to you have to explore that, and you have to sometimes mm. let it out. You have to express it in a way. You can't just keep repressing it. Yeah. Um, so we're not all alphas every second of the day. That would be
0: impossible. That would be mentally and physically draining. Correct. We're, well, yeah. So now that we're here, um, uh, Brown uh, is mentioning Kevin Samuels, um, which oh, yes. is a, a, a big social media uh, phenomenon in terms of modern day dating, um yeah, what are your thoughts with it? Um, you know, it sweep the I would say online nation and mm-hmm. uh, it's getting really popular, but um it, it goes right into the alpha and beta thing that you just referenced. But yeah, you know, why is it so popular now with with men, you know, following you know his his movement?
2: I can't speak as far as what's popular for him based on what I've seen from other men, what I think is really happening is he's speaking to a pain point that a lot of men are going through. And, and, and that's, you know, men taking back their dominance and in doing so some, some things that are said, everything has truth to it, to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But then when you go too far to the right or too far to the left, then you can start having where things come out that shouldn't. With that being said, the alpha thing, for instance. You know, yeah, there's alpha in every man. Every man has alpha in him. But again, you got to have the balance. And I'm saying, but also men have beta. You can't dog out a man if he has more beta than he does alpha because everybody can't play quarterback. Everybody can't play running back. Everybody can't be the wide receiver. Somebody's got to be the kicker. And last my check, a lot of kickers have put a lot of people in, in Super Bowls kicking that last minute field goal. Than the quarterback that threw the touchdown. So in other words, the, the whole thing that I've been you know, noticing and, and don't get me wrong. I'm glad that men are being reached, especially our African-American men, but I don't want it to be to the point that it's starting to become bitter, not better. Okay. And what I mean by that is we want our women to still be treated like women, mm-hmm. not like a piece of meat, not mm-hmm. talk to any kind of way, not talked down to any kind of way, you know, we want our women to be treated like the, the African queens that they are. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we forgot that whole con- that content. So I think the alpha movement and that whole movement is based on a lot of men who have, hurt, have been hurt in relationship, felt like they got with a woman that dogged them out, and now they're making sure they take back their masculinity versus go get some help, get some counseling, get healed so you can properly love Instead of loving from a perspective of being damaged or, as I like to say, infected.
1: I would almost say if you're going to have that mentality, you shouldn't even think about being married because it's not going to lead to a a long lasting relationship. In their mind, it is because they're being a man. <laughs> but no woman is going to stay, exactly. like, stay, exactly. and, and do those things for, on a consistent basis. That's just the, you, you. That might get her to the altar. You know, that might that might make even get you a baby. Um, yeah, child support.
2: But
3: yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's
2: going to hurt your pockets, brother. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing, Brown. You both are married. Mm. Can you go talk to your wives any kind of way? No, I wouldn't even dare. Cause <laughs> I wouldn't dare. it's not that just scared of her. It's called respect. Mm-hmm. Respect has left relationships. Respect has left relationships. I respect my wife not because of the things that she does for me. It's because how she loves me. Mm. I have a respect for ladies automatically for a woman automatically. There's a lot of respect that's not even there for the woman. Period. Mm. There's an old saying, if you want to know how a man is going to treat you, see how does he treat his mother. Mm-hmm. So is anybody ever looking anymore to see how they treat their mother?
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. if he talks to his mother any kind of way, you don't stand a chance. Yep. So I asked that question for a reason. It's a lot of this that's happening with this masculinity thing is about men taking their place back and standing up and being men. Well, if I were to ask the question, what is a husband?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because last my chick, a husband varies from person to person. Who I am as a husband, not who you are as one brown, or who you may be once, Mookie, because we have different wives that have different needs. But you're the husband to the wife that has the needs that you can fulfill. And so this movement that's happening, I don't think they're creating husbands. I think they're creating a lot of bearded black men because they're addressing issues by creating more issues. That's my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think anytime you're you're focused too much on the exterior of a person, um, and you know that only lasts for so long. Beauty is fleeting. And at the end of the day, you need to be able to have a conversation with a person and and and, and be able to have fun with a person and, and just live this life because life has this these ups and downs and you're not always gonna be this this statuesque young alpha male like there's gonna be one day you gonna you could get hurt
2: <laughs> listen man one day i went down to dry my feet in the shot my back popped and i realized then i'm old <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my back said pop and i was like what just happened in other words if anything goes up must come down
1: thank you for listening to part one of our two-part series with carrie pope on 30 to life podcast tune in next week where we continue our conversation about modern dating and living your best life